Or do you do this? Do you come in on shot or no shot? Shot or no shot! You gotta set me up a little bit, but yeah. Okay. So it's Waddle and Sylvie in for Cap and J Hud. How would you like to be introduced? Here's Shay. <laughs> However you please, Tommy. Thank you for that. It was wonderful. Yeah. Very exciting uh, to be in for the boys today. It's an honor. Yeah, it's it's, it's an honor. It's a privilege. Um, and uh, Hoodie, it was at March. Uh, Arch Madness. Arch Madness, yeah. Arch Madness in St. Louis. You like the play on words there? You know, they got the arch It's like out. an ass rusher. Yes. On the football field. <laughs> right, that's true. Um, they've got the arch down there in St. Louis, so instead yeah. of March Madness, they call it Arch Madness. How clever spent, is that? I haven't spent a lot of time in St. Louis, nor have I ever. I guess you can. You've gone into the arch, haven't you? I have. Yeah. I love. It's actually fun. The elevator is cool because, you know. Small elevator? It, it is. I ain't getting in. It's very claustrophobic. Uh, that's not for me. And obviously, you know, it's not straight up. It's it's on an arch. That's the name. Have you met my the architecturally arch. challenged friend over here? <laughs> it's quite fun. Yeah, okay. I've never been to St. Louis at all. And how could the arch? How could the arch be that fun? I did, Shay, I'm, the, the I'm, ride up is fun. It's better than just an a regular elevator ride. Think about it. So it's, it's truly it fills your morning. You wake up, you put on your cutoff jeans and your Timberlands and a tank top, and then you walk over to the arch and then you ride the arch elevator all at, uh, all morning Not long. All that's morning. the life that's of a person you, in St. Louis. That's what you, you call fun in St. Louis. You look out. You look out onto the mighty Mississippi. You look out the windows and you look out to the mighty Mississippi, or you look into what do you Bush do, what Stadium. Do you do with, what do you do with that afterwards? People well, in St. Louis looking into the bush, huh? Right, you look into the bush, into the Bush Stadium. Okay, that part of it, under, I, you know, now it's starting to say, you guys want to go to St. Louis? And you look at the dome where there's no football <laughs> team. Right I'm after in. the show, get yeah. away from the weather, we'll yeah. go to St. Louis and look into the bush. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind St. Louis. You know, it's. I heard the boys talking about it. The, I think it was yesterday. Hoodie was trying to say to Cap that the people in, in St. Louis are very Southern friendly. And all Cap wanted to do was bash St. Louis and say how boring it was. But Hoodie just wanted to ask him, hey, aren't the people nice and friendly yes. and more Southern hospitality? And I, I find that to be true. Yeah. I, the people of St. Louis are kind and nice. How far is St. Louis from Carbondale? An hour and a half. So you're close. Two hours. Yeah, yeah hour 45. Right. So we would go quite frequently, actually. Like Look I went into to the Bush. Cardinals games. Everyone friendly. I've got nothing I've got they nothing the Bush. Bad. They called it the Bush Push back then. Yeah, so I did ridiculous. It. Was there ever a Bush Push in St. Louis? I don't think so. Push to the Bush? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Let's go. That was the Reg- Matt Liner, Reggie Bush in South Bend, right? I don't was know. Was that the, the no, Bush I think Bush? No, I think you just you get in a car and you go to St. Louis and you stare <laughs> into the bush. There was, I, I'll tell you this, there was never a Bush push in Carbondale for me. <laughs> never. What was there? There was nothing. Yeah. It was like uh, there was a push to like drinking beer yeah. and playing pool. Did you guys play board games on Friday night? No. Not, not that bad. No. Okay. All right, boys. Let's get the shot or no shot after all of this. 
I want to ask a question. Kaplan's not here, but I want to ask the two of you about a take that he's had recently that him and I have gone and butted heads about off the air. That list, that list is long. Yeah, right. Tom, Tommy, you and I talked about this before the show a little bit. Yeah. Cap and I have butted heads about what we want from the Bears next season. I say, show me some improvement. Yes. Eight, nine wins. Cap said he would prefer... A four or five win season if it means, if eight or nine means they aren't making the playoffs. Shot or no shot. This is one of Cap's worst takes ever. That's a shot. And I've told him that. I've sent him texts like, hey, listen, I hear Cap always say, Justin is a difference maker. He's going to be an elite quarterback. I totally believe in Justin. If Justin is who Cap suggests that he is or will become, he will naturally raise the level of play of the people around him. They were a three-win team this year. If you add what we hope that they add, which you're not going to be a finished product at the end of 2023, and you're not going to win a Super Bowl. But if you end the season, and Meller and I disagreed on this, but I think you and I, Sylvie, see eye to eye. At the end of the season of 2023, after all you've had at your disposal, and granted, you won't use all that cash, you'll save some. But if Ryan Poles is good at his job, and Justin is the quarterback that many believe he is and can become, if you only win five games, something went wrong. Yeah. But the question, though, is shot or no shot, this is one of Cap's worst takes. Yes, that's a shot. And, and, and for me, it is no shot. Uh, the man has had some really, 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 really bad takes. Some of his worst takes have come during Cap and Company days. Uh, I believe Give the take. Give me ta- one. Well, there have been many on the Cubs when him and I used to fight. There were many on Ryan Pace and Mitch Trubisky. Um, to me, this is a bad take for many of the reasons that you listed. What I don't like about Cap is how closed-minded he is. Um, that, and he degrades a lot of the fans when they say, yes, they could win seven. Or when Shea says they could win seven, they could win eight. Absolutely they could. For Joey, the reason that you, Joey G just doubled the, the, the number of shots. For, for the reason that you, oh, you guys just mentioned. But because this is the land of very, very, very bad takes, no shot this is his um, amongst his worst All right. Well, I live, I live more in the, the here and the now, so okay. I can understand what you're saying. And I, I keep a tally of his worst takes. Exactly. So this is not even in the uh, top okay. third. What do you think, Shay? I think it's a horrible take. I it's one too. of the worst I've heard. I've only been with him for that's about a the year. Problem. I but think, in the year, it's true. one of the worst I I've think heard. I think you're giving everybody a pass before the, the season even begins. That's what I say. You can't let these guys off the hook. They yes. have, we haven't even done anything yet. You know I, why? Because he, do, he doesn't know Ryan Poles that well yet. If he would have margaritas with Ryan Poles, he'd be telling everyone they're going to win nine. That could be true uh, if alcohol's involved. No doubt. Look, again, I will say it for the one millionth time. I don't expect them to be a contender next year. I do expect them to be significantly better. And by significantly better, I can't tell you if it's seven wins or eight wins or nine wins. But I can tell you this. If they win five games, something went wrong. Very wrong. Either the GM didn't do a a good enough job or the quarterback didn't make the progress we're all believing that he can make. Amen. All right, boys. Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus going with a creative way to measure draft prospects' level of competitiveness. Rather than the typical tests of mental fortitude, Poles and Flus are having players play darts and putt-putt. Shot or no shot, this actually is a clever way to shake up combine evals. Clever, no, um, different, and 
not a bad way to loosen someone up. I'm not going to crap all over this. I'm not like it, like it's very fashionable to crap over all over everything that's different. Um, they should not, though, uh, make their evaluations based on on this. It's it, 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 they want to zag a little bit and 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 find something different. But again, don't fall in love with someone because they made a reservation under the name Jim McMahon. Don't fall in love with someone because they drive their college car still. Don't fall in love with someone because they vacuum the locker room. Don't do that stuff. But if they, if if they want to be different and they're looking to bring out more natural personality in someone, fine. It's okay. How did you first phrase the question? Clever way. Shot or no shot, this is a clever way to shake up combine events. I, I would say no shot. I don't think it's clever. I don't. I, again, I said I'm not, gonna, I'm not raging against it. I just think that... You're kind you, of raging. No, I'm not. They have a certain amount of time with each of these guys that they meet with, right? Why would you waste any of that time throwing darts? And, and, and is that a bad vibe that a general manager is throwing darts? I don't think it's a bad, well, bad I mean, vibe, but I don't think it accomplishes anything from my perspective. Well, isn't that what a general manager shouldn't be doing with draft picks? Throwing right. darts? <laughs> okay, now I get yes. Yeah, like, you know just what I mean? in a bigger picture, as you yeah. zoom out, yes. Yeah. No, yeah, right. I mean, the, the symbolism here isn't great. So why don't we just refer to it as a, a trip to the putt-putt course instead? Because that's what they did. Look, I'm not going to beat on them for it either. I'm not. But to think that this is going to produce something, I fi- I'm don't very skeptical. It, but don't rip them for it. No shot. I don't find it creative. All right. Uh, Tom, I want to get on you about something you said pre-show. Being that it's the first week of March. This is great. <laughs> Sylvie and I were talking about last night, we watched Michigan and Illinois. It was a double overtime battle. Illinois pulled it out in the end. 91-87, I think, was the final score. OT. Yeah, double overtime. And this morning, Waddle, you didn't watch, and you told us, quote, it's too early to watch college basketball. Exactly. It's March. Yes. Shot or no shot, college basketball doesn't start until the Power 5 tournament. That's a shot. Jay, come over the top. Help me out on this one. I'm with you, man. Yeah, like, look, to each their own. <laughs> I'm with you. You say potato, I say potato. I will only watch if there's nothing else on. And but there then, was something on for me last night. And Episode me too. seven of Shrinking. <laughs> and me too. <laughs> but that's there no matter what, though. You I could, don't listen. You like what you like. I was not interested in Ill- Who did they play? Michigan. Illinois, Michigan. Illinois, Michigan. Keep it. Jawan Howard may slap someone. You never know what's going to happen. He may it's not. Good TV. He may not. It starts. From, it's like hockey. Sorry, PB. I know you're not up right now. But if you were, sorry. Listen, the hockey season for me begins when the postseason begins. The quest for the cup. That's the start of the hockey season. For me, college basketball starts when the tournaments, the conference tournaments begin. Yes. Thank you, I Jay. Agree. So with the shot or no shot, you you watch. Uh, what, what, how did you phrase it? I want to know how to answer this. Shot or no shot, college basketball doesn't start until the Power Five. No shot, shot, absolutely no. This is an shot. individual's how, perspective. How you can't be into the Northwestern run this year? The Illini have had a really interesting up and down season. I'll see this you year. at the conference tournament. Their game against Northwestern a week or two ago was fantastic. This double overtime game like was golf? fantastic. Do you like golf? Uh, no, don't give not, me this full not, swing stuff. Majors, like- majors. Right. Yeah. 
You know what a well, major is? It's I conference tournament. I don't tune in just for the B, uh, for the FedEx Cup. Right. I don't. You tune only in. tune in for I the don't FedEx t- Cup. I don't tune in for Illinois, Michigan, with no conference title on the line. This, uh, this, we not only did we watch yesterday. Did I watch? We watched as a family because well, your wife's all in Illinois. Four, grad. All four of us. And by the way, I I am getting what I deserve because my oldest son is is like me looking in a mirror to my eight or nine year old self. He was cursing out every Illini player as they were screwing up down the stretch. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, as they say. I'm like Mace, relax here. It's it's okay. They're going to be guys, fine. You guys are yelling at Jay and I and me, Jay and me. You're yelling it's because you're wrong. See, this is the point. This is all about like it's I like country March. music. Do you like country Madness. music? I used How, to. I don't anymore. Okay. How could it be too early for March Madness in March? It's March. It's it's not November. Soon as you you just hung up on a name when the conference tournament starts. If it starts at the end of February, I'm in. If it starts at the beginning of April, I'm in. You get you. You know what? You've you've been mesmerized by the the marketing of this. Oh, March Madness. It's March first. So I got to go watch DePaul play Old Dominion. Stick it. No interest. Sorry. Well, DePaul will demand. Could I sell you on a little Houston, Wichita State last night? Houston's number one in the country, right? Yeah. No's the answer. <laughs> See, how'd you know that? Well, I'm not an idiot. Well, uh, relatively. It's because it's not too early, Sylvie. That's how we knew that. Never too early for Never a little college basketball. Early. Could I interest you in some Kansas Jayhawks? Careful how you answer this one. I don't care. Danny knows. I bet against him. I've got the uh, Northwestern Wildcats to go further in the tournament than Kansas. That's a bet. Three dollar bet. I don't know about that. Three dollar bet. Well, for three bucks. They need a win right now. Wilbon's nightmare is coming true. Listen, with them slumping down. Did you have money on last night's game? No, because they came. Oh, you can't because it's Illinois, right? The dumbest rule ever. Is that it? That's all you got? That's all we got. Well, there is. We're up against it. Let's. Yeah. Uh, we got around the, the NFL coming up next. Uh, Ooh, I report like that. cards are in. This used to be. This used to be the most nerve wracking time for me. That report card would be in the mailbox, and I would hide. Yeah, you'd it. be up early. You'd be ready to gather the mail instead of your mom or your dad, and you had a pencil with an eraser on it. Yes, uh, the Bears report card ain't bad, but there are some areas that could use improvement. We'll tell you where they can improve coming up next. Welcome back to Kevin J. Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I won't win it. He starts the comment and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean... What's the answer you're looking for on these things here? That's right. It's time to go around the NFL right here on Cap and Jay Hood. We uh, have Sox baseball on later today. So we're in this morning because Hoodie did some uh, Arch Madness basketball. Cap is in Vegas. So why not? Yeah. Going for the guys. White Sox and Reds this afternoon. Nice. Major league team playing a minor league team. You're talking about your Reds as a minor league team. I am. You're not making Sox jokes. I'm not making Sox jokes. The Reds are a minor league team. That's our partner right there. That hasn't kept us from being very critical of them over the last couple of years. Well, 
They haven't looked bad so far. They have not looked bad so far. This, but this is around shot the NFL. Shot or no shot, that's a dumb statement. Why don't we go around the NFL, Let's go boys. around the NFL, Shay. Well, I, we'll get to the free agent report cards, but Waddle read something to me off air that's interesting. The Bears have apparently met with Bryce yes. Young, and Bryce Young said there's a lot of wisdom in that room. Yes, I love that. Love Doing it. Due Talk diligence. it up. Let's yes. do this. You got Let's to do your due, di- due diligence. If they didn't meet with Bryce Young, I would be disappointed. Yes. Yes. Shay, do you know how many prospects Alabama has, too? Like, get some intel. Who knows as much about Alabama football than Bryce Young? If you're doing your intel on Will Anderson, guess who may have some good thoughts on Will Anderson? Bryce Young. There you go. You can't, like, there's, uh, there's nothing. That is more meaningful than putt putt. Meeting with Bryce Young. Are you sure? You're gonna get more stuff out of that than playing darts in putt putt golf. I like the fact too that the number one quarterback in the draft. And again, this is all you know, this is football speak. This is where everyone goes there and rubs backs and you know pats heads and talks nice about everybody. I get it. That's the combine. But when the top quarterback in the draft says something like that, it makes you feel a little warm and fuzzy, right? Yes. Like, did you get the same rise in your Levi's that you, you got out of Rappaport telling you significant, significant interest in the number one pick? Like, I would think this is just as important hearing Bryce Young say there's a lot of wisdom in that room talking Again, about Eberflus and Poles. We brought up Pace earlier. Pace didn't follow a process. I like that there's a process here. Turn over every stone. Do it. Yeah, fair. Uh, let's get into the free agency report cards from the NFLPA. Something that really jumped out to me and I think relates a little bit to the Bears based on who their new president is. Number one on the list was the Minnesota Vikings. Almost had A's across the board. Good point. And how important is that that Kevin Warren now That's has come point. to Chicago? I think we, we have a professional in the room. Um, I think we've got a guy who's been there and done that. At the highest level in multiple places. At the Big Ten as the COO of the Minnesota Vikings. And I believe him and Poles are going to change a lot of things that the Bears lack in. I think that's an excellent point. Like What you're referencing now is the NFL Players Association pulled all of their players and asked them about the teams they played for. Uh, I, you want me to give you all quickly, give you all the grades that yeah. the Bears had? Yeah, yeah. And, and read Categories. some of the comments. So, yeah. Categories uh, listed treatment of family. Bears got a C minus. That ranked 22nd. And why? Says they offer a family room, one of 11 teams that do not offer daycare. Players feel like they provide the bare minimum to say they do things for the families, but they do not actually try to take care of them. Some of that, as well as I can tell you, even though they've rehabbed Soldier Field, I know back in the day, in the old days, when the before they did the, the rehab, like the, the family section was awful. There was one working bathroom most of the games. Right, because they don't have the facilities. Yes. Now, does that mean daycare for, like, for during the week, too? Like, a a lot of big corporations have daycare facilities for their workers. And a lot of people may be saying, well, what does a football team need to offer daycare? As you heard, though... There are, it's important what, to the 21, there are 21 other teams they're, that offer yes, daycare. They, rank, they ranked 12. So, uh, no, one of 11 teams. Yes. So there's, then what, 20, yes, 21 teams that do offer daycare. This is a great list 
to put on Kevin Warren's desk and, and have a conversation yeah, with him. Those are easy fixes. Food and uh, food service and nutrition, they get a D plus. That's an easy fix too. Yes. The weight room, they get an A. Strength coaches an A minus. Training room A plus. Training staff A minus. Locker room A. Team travel C minus. And it was something that you highlighted. Seventy-eight percent of the team uh, players feel like they have enough room to spread out. No roommates on the road, so when you're you get good. to the hotel room, one of seven teams that do not offer first-class seats to their players. Well, there's only seven teams around the league that don't offer first-class seats. How? Now, like this is the charter franchise. This is Chicago, the hub of United. United. Like, how hard is it to work with United? Aren't they the, the title sponsor, too, of the Bears? Or like well, They're, they're the United Club, don't they? Yes. Isn't they're, they're one of the main sponsors. This is their hub. Like, let's get a plane, one of these big planes, spacious planes with first class. How easy is this to fix? It's probably pretty easy, but you're still not. With you've got 50, however many players, you're, not everyone's going to get a first class seat. Let, can't we get one of these big uh, planes that fly to Europe? You're still not going to get 55 first class seats, especially when what you're talking about one of these big 747s. There's, there's still not 50. There's not 55 the first class, class seats that go all the way back. And look, listen, yeah. I'm all for it. I, I sat in 16C for six seasons. And look, this is another reason why production pays. The, your most productive players get the first class seats and well, get the, I, I would, the best seats. I would say it, it's going to go by seniority and size. Yeah, that that makes sense. Seniority and size. Yeah. I like that. The SNS rule. Yeah. But there, there's your grades. I mean, it could have been worse. I mean, they do bar, they do grade high, and of all the categories, one, two, three, four, they get five A's. Can't you, of the eight categories. Yeah, they ranked 13th overall. Yeah, that's so not bad. And Kevin Warren will jack that up. Could be better. I, Kevin Warren's old team ranks one. Yeah. I just think that's such it's, a thing to look such at. That's a great go. point, Shay. And you're going to build the new stadium. Hopefully, up. I mean, you don't need to do much with the facilities, apparently. But get the food service, the nutrition right. Get some daycare. And yeah. we're going to be in good shape. Isn't it weird that the and weight room. get some room, pass rushers and some guys again. Yeah. That well, get the pool's job. But yeah. yeah. All right. Isn't it weird that their weight room and their their trainers are ranked A's, but their nutrition is so low? You would think those go hand in hand. Do you know, like some, we should go through, uh, when we have more time, maybe next week, go through some of the oddities around the 32 teams. One of them, and I didn't scour the grades for every team. One of them was the Arizona Cardinals. The players pay for their meals. It's, it, it, you talk about... That's insane. Nickel and diamond guys. And, and this is what the Cardinals' reputation has always been since they played on the south side here. Yes. When they were in St. Louis, the, Bidwell, the Bidwell family. It's always been this way. How, yeah. like, like, how can that be? I don't think it's great with regard to recruiting and free agency. But as we all know, at the end of the day, if you offer more money... They're still going to come and play for you, even if you have to pay for your own meals. Anything else, Shay? Yeah, how about the worst teams? Uh, the Arizona Cardinals and the Washington Commanders. Any yeah. surprise there? Well, no, no and, and we were just talking about the Bidwells, but but the Commanders are just pure awfulness under Snyder in, in, in every regard. He was charging. He was, I believe, wasn't it? He was charging... The com- or the, the I was going to say the company, the team, $5 million a year 
for advertisement on one of the corporate jets. So there was something that where, and I think it's part of what's going on where he's he's in trouble, not just on how he treats people and some of the other nonsense that was going on, but fiscally for a billionaire, I believe, who owns one of the jets was taking payment from the team for something related to the private travel. It's just like everything about that team is nonsense. Yeah, yeah. They're almost like Fugazi. Like they're just not real. Right. What about the Chargers who ranked third worst? How do you you have LA, you have SoFi. How do you end up third worst for free agents? Well, it's not their it's not their stadium. Yeah, like it's Dean Spanos. I but mean, you still get the advantage of playing in it. I think you know you know I think this speaks to how Spanos does the job or does does business. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know if the Chargers even pay rent. But on game day... Like a dollar, right? Yes. On game day, Stan Kroenke gets all the revenue from from concessions and memorabilia and parking and everything. Right. All stadium income goes to Stan Kroenke, and for that, the Chargers don't pay rent. Fantastic deal. All right, there you go. That's around the NFL. All right, 312-332-3776. So we're open. If you want to take some calls, uh, we'll continue to take your NFL calls. I also do want to talk about Durant coming to town and some Bulls conversation because there was an interesting story by Joe Cowley that we touched on yesterday, finger pointing. Like, when can criticism happen from a new player? Um, Patrick Beverly was criticizing Vooch, and Vooch took exception to it. We can get into some of that stuff coming up. So uh, it's Waddle and Sylvie. We're in for Cap and J-Hood. All that coming up next. Here's today's headlines Headlines. with Cap and J-Hood. All right, let's go. Both the Sox and Cubs won yesterday. Spring training game. Marcus Stroman struck out four over two in a third innings and a 6-1 win over Oakland. Larry Garcia had a two-run home run, and the Sox beat Colorado 6-4. Blackhawks continue to sell off, sending Max Domi to Dallas for a second-round pick and a journeyman goalie whose name I can't pronounce. Uh, They now have 14 picks in the first two rounds of the next three drafts. Hawks lost 5-2 to Dallas at the UC last night. Pat Boyle sent me a text and said, yes, he's been up since 6.30 this morning. Bulls back in action tonight. They host Phoenix. Kevin Durant expected to play for the Suns. And Patrick Kane debuted for the Rangers last night. Four shots, but no goals. No assists. It was a minus two and a 5-3 loss to Ottawa. And those are your headlines. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Why is Boyle up so early? Uh, he's a worker. He, well, he's I a mean, worker bee. I know he's a well, He worked last night, didn't he? Why, why yes. is he up so early? I mean, I would think he went to bed at like 1. By the time he unwinds after a game? He said, he he said why, me, is, why me, are you up so early? He sent me a text, said shot or no shot. I was up at 6.45. Shot! PB, man. Maybe he's an elderly guy like me, too. Maybe he'd take a leak. I don't know. When I get up early in the morning, like this morning, I actually woke up at like 4.45 because I had to go to the bathroom, and I just stayed awake. Watched some business news and got up at 5.10, took a shower, and got myself going. I did not shower today. Very, and I'm fine with it. Wait, that, what time out? It I, doesn't matter if you're fine with it. I'm fine with it. For, 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 I give you myself know, a little I would a say, spritz or two of cologne. Give myself as uh, Sebastian, uh, Cap Sing Sebastian Maniscalco, as he calls it, I give myself a face bath. 
Lathered up with some soap. Okay. Wash my face. All right. A little washcloth action. Shay and Jay. All right. Here's what I say. I smelled my armpits. They smelled fine. A person showering on a daily basis, I would suggest, is 49% for you, 51% for those that are around you. No, that's that's no. You don't like the percentages? The percentage is more for you. It's, I would say, a lot is for people around you too but i still think the the majority is still for you my point is is that even if you don't want to shower you should do it for the, the smell me you don't smell i smell good i wouldn't say that you don't have a smell not only do i you not don't smell, have a smell I, Shay, you don't, come you don't, you don't have it you don't have an odor i i bet you you would never tell no, I don't. I don't I, think you I'm smell. I'm not a smelly guy. Smell my pets. No. no yeah, there's no, no smell. There's no smell. You well, like it's, it's, it's like a, laundry. It's laundry. A, yes. That's good. Like freshly cleaned shirt. Yes, your shirt's clean. You're not clean. Well, no, my face is clean. I wash my face. I'm just saying, even if you don't have, if you I'm, don't have the inclination to do it for you, do it for somebody else. That's all I'm saying. But, but I I did, still, it's seventy-five twenty-five for me. It's about my health. It's, you guys are selfish, selfish, both of you. No, but that's you give the gift of your good smell to other people. But it's seventy-five twenty-five yeah. for me. Because no, like, it's if, not. You if you don't shower, then you're going to get rashes, or you're going to get like gross. Well, listen, like, that's, it's about nobody, your nobody's body. looking for you to get infections. I'm just saying to you, you can't say you want to give good smells to everybody else I, and like, say this is for me. We always uh, we always talk about this, the, the, the silver linings of, of the pandemic. Like, I know it was a serious issue for a while. There were silver linings that came out of it. The silver linings for the people who didn't like to bathe like me sometimes were like, I would go on shower mar- no shower marathons. We've talked about this. I know, I but you to, were doing like, it because you, you, like, you're weird about, it's like, again, it's like trying game, to drive your car yeah. until the very last mile of how gas many, that's left in it. How many days in a row could I go stomaching yourself? Myself. Yes. And how long, how was, like what was the maximum? Days, I think for, where my hair would get so greasy and itchy. And and it was just so gross. Okay, but like you said, during the pandemic, you were working from home and right. weren't exposing exactly. yourself to others. Right, right. I would never do that. Like the most I would go is a day when I'm around people. And I knew I'm I'm, I'm going home. I'm going to get a workout. Then I'm showering. You could take Mid-day. two showers. Yeah, I know. I took the shower this morning because a shower, a nice shower, helps wake me up. And gets true. the snot out of my my sinuses. Th- that's true. I debated it, but then I decided on no. My shower floor's got like ten snot rockets on it right now. And you pee on that. I floor, I do pee too. on the floor as well. Not, I mean, that floor is that needs a shower itself. Well, wait a second. I mean, sudsy water will all wash away down into the drain. It needs more than that with snot rockets and piss. <laughs> Got to get a power washer in there. <laughs> that's my new fantasy football name. Team name: Snot Rockets and Piss. It's not bad. It is. That's pretty good. <laughs> You know, every now and again, something you say it's becomes useless just, anyway, or useful in the future. Trying. That's when it happens. When I'm not, it's not rockets you, and piss. You, if you would say, pick me a fantasy football team name, would never have come up with that. Mike and Flagstaff here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mikey? Hey, um, I 
kind of called up the bust balls a little bit, if I can say that. You're in the right, yeah, you're in the you're right, in the right spot. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hey, I met you guys at Fire Bar, Bar in Crystal Lake yeah. last summer. And uh, we took pictures with my buddies, and it was just a, a thrill. And before I start busting, I want to tell you I, I'm a, I listen every day. I'm in... Uh, yeah, I listen pretty much every day, and I love you guys. You're hysterical. Thank you, Mike. Now let's start busting some balls. All right. You guys are complaining about eight inches of snow. Yes. Here in Flagstaff this week, this week, 26 inches. It's a lot of inches, Mike. Were you complaining yeah. about 26 inches? No, 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 not, no, never. Why? Not, not How could like you that, not complain but... about 26 inches of snow? No, no, you guys are complaining, but I'm saying kind of like wham, wham. We got 26 inches. Mike, you know you, Mike, got... Mike, Mike, let me just cut cut you off. Guilty. Okay. I'm a whiny now, little kid thing, when it though. comes to the snow. I don't like the snow anymore. No, I don't, but wait till you guys hear this one. Since October 1st, 142.7 inches. Yeah, but Mike, you're, you're up in, like, when you hear Arizona, people are going to go, like, oh, it's warm there. You're yeah. in an area North. of Arizona yeah. where the, you're North. up in the mountains, right? So the yeah, we're up in high. the mountains. It's 15 degrees here yeah. right now. Yeah. But it's but here, that's the bad news. Here's the good news. It's not a cloud in the sky right now. That's nice. Maybe the first time this week, but we're running out of places to put it. So, uh, yeah, it's a it's a regular winter wonderland here. But I just wanted to call to kind of yeah. – I like busting balls because, remember, yeah, I'm right. also the guy that called Tyler Aki nobody. I'm like, you're nobody. Yeah, that was a mistake, Mike. Yeah, that was bad I judgment know. You on called your me out on it, Sylvie, yeah. and you were absolutely yeah, correct. Yeah, everybody's somebody. I, I come to find that Tyler is a very talented man, and yes. I hope you guys can hang on to him before he goes to the mothership. There you go, Mike. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Talk yeah. to you later, guys. Yeah, and everybody's somebody. I'll give you somewhere to stick those other 14 inches of snow. Yeah, and, like, where do you got to go, though, in Flagstaff? You know, like, when we get snow in Chicago, this is a metropolis that everything sure comes to a standstill. Are you saying that there's no paved well, roads in Flagstaff? I'm saying that there is there really, like, a long commute anywhere I bet there Flagstaff, is. Arizona? I don't think it's a, a, a an open range somewhere in Wyoming. I think, I, look, I'm guilty. I hate the snow. I'm not one that looks out the window and goes, oh, how beautiful does the snow look? You know what I say? I look out the window and go, damn, I got to walk the dog in the snow. By the way, Jim uh, in Crystal Lake, we're going to get to his call next. He says there's a reason for the putt-putt that they're doing for the Bears. We'll get to that, and then I want to get to some Bulls conversation. Waddle and Sylvie in for Cap and Jay Hood. Cap and Jay Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. I'm going to share with you some uh, what to watch for here in a minute. told you I'd take Jim and Crystal Lake as we're in for Cap and Jay Hood. It's Waddle and Sylvie. We've got a Sox game on at 2. Then uh, Black and Tyler will be on right after the Sox game. Uh, Jim and Crystal Lake, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, I just want to – I feel like I'm the voice of reason for you guys here today, which is should be very scary for you if you knew me. But, um, uh, you know, the reason why they do this – Putt putt and the darts. Have you ever heard of the saying that that guy can't walk and chew gum at the same time? Remember that one? Mm-hmm. And, and that's how they do it. They so while they're uh, while they're throwing darts or playing putt putt, they talk to them. They try to set them at ease and maybe set them up for a question and see if they can talk and and physically you know think and talk and 
do something ridiculous like throw a dart at the same time. I truly believe that's what they're doing. It's a lot deeper than just, hey, let's draft this guy first because because he sunk a putt putt. Okay, oh. Jim, I would I would counter with this. I would think an individual's ability to communicate with you one on one and having to focus directly at me would be a more important trait than whether or not you could have a conversation with someone while you were doing something else, multitasking. And, and that's you're enti- everybody's entitled right. to their own opinion, TW. I totally get it, but I'm, I think that's exactly why they're doing it. They're trying to, you know, uh, you know, push them in certain directions that they might not be used to. And again, it goes right back to my original saying of that guy can't walk and chew gum at the same time, which means he's not very coordinated. All right, All right Jim, it's good food for thought. We appreciate Rock it. On. Rock on. Rock on. Rock on. Rock, Rock out on. with your... Uh, no, don't. Don't. What, what are you doing? Why would he said rock on, not rock out? By the way, usually on Fridays, what we do is what to watch for. It's brought to you by Connie's Frozen Pizza. Right now, we want caller 10 because what we've done, this is a great addition to what to watch for, is Connie's gives away to caller 10 free pizza. You want free pizza from Connie's Frozen Pizza, the yes. official frozen pizza of the Waddle and Sylvie show? You should. Call her 10 right now, 312-332-3776. Uh, what to watch for? This is something that we do where we give a recommendation of shows. How other long than have we sports. been doing this? Long Many time. Many years. And we used to like uh, do more about sports. Hey, like this game is this weekend. I'm going to Bulls Pacers on Sunday with here's, one of my sons. Here's a good example of how it has been so helpful for me. As a professional television watcher, like all my kids are out. I call them kids, they're adults. My youngest is 19, she's at college, second semester freshman. I got a lot of free time on my hands. I watch television, and not only do I watch television, I power watch television. Like I can get through an entire series if you give me a five, like if I got a 40 minute episode, five episodes, there's a good chance I can get through that entire series in a night if I'm willing to stay up late. So I'm a professional television watcher. Nobody's but, better than you. But with that as the backdrop, I had no idea about the full swing documentary on Netflix. So when it's you not even a documentary, whatever like, it, it is, it is like it's hard knocks for golf. Yeah, but better even. Well, I would not. I probably would have never sniffed it out on my own without the recommendation of Tyler, and then you. Gave it a ringing endorsement, and I know if you were watching something golf-related, then it had to be entertaining. Pat Boyle gave it to me. I was gone when Tyler gave it, and like I, I'm going to just recap a couple instead of trying to give some new ones. If you're not watching Full Swing right now on Netflix, it is great TV. You don't have to be a golf fan. You don't have to like golf in the least. You're going to love this series. It is so good, and it, and I actually now may like golf more because of this. I'm a tiger gets me in the door of golf, and everything else is boring. Now I'm actually more intrigued by more of these golfers Look, that they have featured. You may watch a, a, a just a random tournament now to see if Joel Damon is, is playing well. I had no clue who Joel Damon even was, even though he was winning the U.S. Open after two rounds right. last year. But this gave me the behind-the-scenes access of him and his caddy. And what great stories they tell. 
You've got to watch it. It's on Netflix. Uh, there's two shows now that I'm watching that I'm really like. I, there's a ton of them that I've watched and, and have enjoyed. Uh, I'm not upset that 1923 is done for the this season. I it oh, dragged you, for me. Oh, really? You were yeah. really into it for a while. I was early, and then just. But season two of Mayor of Kingstown with Jeremy Renner has been really good. But my two favorite shows most recently have been Your Honor, second season of Your Honor with Brian Cranston. Um, Better than even season one was, in my opinion. It's my favorite show on TV right now. And I think they've done a really good job with developing a number of the characters. The the mob boss. Yeah, um, he's great. He was in the the show, he was one of the Sacklers, I believe that's the name, in the the, uh, Michael Keaton show about painkillers. Yes. Forget what it was. Yes. Dope Sick. Dope That's what sick. it was. He was in that fantastic actor. This is, uh, it's Showtime, and it got me back to, per. like, it was, I, I eliminated Showtime from my plan. I, yeah. I purchased it back because of Your Honor. So Your Honor, to me, is my favorite show on Sundays. But there's another show, that I forgot who brought it to our attention. Maybe Mellor did. It's called Shrinking. It's on Apple TV. The episodes are 35 minutes. It's, it's uh, what's his name, Joel Siegel, is it? Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. The cast is great. Um, you heard that right. It's Harrison Ford in, yes. a, co- like a, in a comedy uh, a comedy drama, kind yeah. of. Yeah, he's very good in it. Uh, but I've enjoyed Like, my mother-in-law and my wife and I make Thursdays. It's the night to sit down together and watch Shrinking. So, right now, I got Shrinking and, and Your Honor, my two favorite shows that I'm watching. You guys have a show really quick, or should we uh, go to break? Do you have a recommendation? Yeah, well, I've been watching The Last of Us, episode 8, I think, is this weekend on Sunday night on HBO. It's been fantastic. Uh, I played the video game, so I know what happens, and the next two episodes are going to be pretty brutal, but I'm, I'm excited to Ooh. see them regardless. And then Poker Face on, on Peacock has been my favorite show of this winter. What's that one about? It's it's kind of like a Columbo remake. It's uh-huh. the the lead is Natasha Leone from Orange is the New Black and Russian Doll. Uh-huh. She's a human lie detector and just solves mysteries while she's on the run. It's been it's fantastic. I'll check that one out. Jay Moore, you have a show to recommend? Yeah, I'm watching Outer Banks, the third season on Netflix, and Bel Air on Peacock. All right, all right, there you go. Who who is watching Outer I Banks? I think uh, I think Tyler is uh, an Outer Banks. Outer guy? Banks, yeah, okay. All right, there you go. What to watch for brought to you by Connie's Frozen Pizza, usually on the Waddle and Sylvie show on Fridays at about 445. All right, uh, coming up next, can a new guy tell veteran players what to do? Or is that showing someone up? We'll get into that in two short minutes.